Hey guys, you're listening to the JK Experience. This isn't getting any better, bro, but we're not stopping. (laughs) Hey, you are listening to the JK Experience. Hey, this is where we help leaders live a life of exceptional impact, influence, and faith. Hey, Josh Kalinowski back at you. And my man, the myth, he's back. James. JK, what's new? Ah, dude, it's good to have you back, bro. It's good to be back. I got to tell you, I... I have missed this. You, you don't realize it, right? I mean, because, you know, you and I, we get in here, we push the record button, and we start talking. I miss having these conversations. I mean, it's been, I, I think August was the last time I was yeah. in the studio yeah. uh, recording anything. And it's it's a big part of my day-to-day, and it's just gone. Yeah. So. Well, you've been on sabbatical for like three months. So. Oh, yeah. I wasn't blaming you. It was all my fault. Right. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I, t- you know, I took some time off my, my uh, annual trip off to go answer the call of the wild. Yeah. And it's just, it's missing. I, I, there, I can't tell you how many times I'm sitting on a mountaintop going, oh, you know, it would be a cool topic. Right. Did you take a bunch of notes? Oh, I've got, yeah, know, I've got notes, but we've got to get through all your notes first. Yeah, there, there are a few for sure. There's no doubt about that. But yeah. uh, Matt, it's just so good. I'm, I'm so happy uh, that you, once again, I just love that you do it because when you come back, you're absolutely on fire. Your cup is overflowing and it really does inspire me to help others do the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Take more time off. Take that sabbatical if you need to. Uh, you know, um, get get a weekend in where you're literally just pouring into yourself, because we all know by the end of the year you're exhausted. At the end of the year, man, you've just—I mean, it's been, especially with everything that's going on right now. Um, not only just uh, you know, if I, not only because of COVID, mm-hmm. just because of of that, but also because of just where we're going as a country. And I don't want to run that rabbit hole because that is a topic that we cover all the times in man made. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that there's just so much pressure on us right now, it just seems like there's so many different ways that we're getting attacked that it, we're just getting exhausted, exhausted emotionally. We're getting exa- exhausted mentally with it. Uh, we don't know who to trust. We don't know where to turn to. And for us to remove ourselves from those situations and focus on ourselves is exactly what I believe more and more of us need to be doing. And so I really want to compliment you for you being able to do that. Remove yourself from the chaos because you know that you are no good to anybody if you are bone dry with your cup. 100%. You know, and and I, I always know this. I've always identified this. You know, come about the end of September the needles over on the E side, you know yeah. what I mean? It's, it's Seriously. bouncing off that little peg and it's just everything I can do to keep filling other people's cups when I'm pouring from an empty cup. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And having the liberty to go out and refill my cup and get, get back to where I need to be yeah. is great. And, and I got to tell you, it was, this was inadvertent, but it's a great time of year for me to do it too, because you know, it, like in our real estate business, we slow down a little bit. Historically, we slow down just a little bit. Right. And then you and I, we have this thing where we don't take the rest of the year off. We finish strong. Like we're, we are fourth quarter guys and we finish strong because we want our people in our midst to start their new year off really, really strong with some momentum. So it's, it's well-timed. It it allows me to come back with, with fresh eyes and, and fresh legs and just run through the end of the year. Yeah. I tell you what, buddy, um, I love the fourth quarter. I love it for multiple reasons. I love it because we get to re, uh, we get to reflect on the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's that time to just enjoy moments and say, Hey man, we did some good stuff, right? Yeah. Because it, what ends up happening with a lot of 
entrepreneurs, a lot of leaders, a lot of people that are growth mindset people is that we accomplish it. And then we just put it away. We accomplish it. We just put it away because there's always something else. There's always another peak to climb. There's another mountain range on the other side of that peak that just got accomplished. Right. And so, uh, and, and so that's an awesome opportunity for us to reflect intentional time to celebrate people's successes, the things that they've done to overcome the challenges of the year so far. Right. Mm-hmm. So I love to be able to do that, but I also love the vision cast and you and I have very similar personalities, very similar strengths in that aspect where we are always looking for the next best thing, the next best improvement, the next way to perform excellence in our lives. And so that is fun. That's fun to do that. And the end of the year for me is that point, because here's what I know is that so many other people are not doing that. Mm -hmm. They are trying to figure out how many parties they're going to go to. They're going to try to, they're figuring out how many uh, candles they can burn at the same time. And they're getting more and more exhausted. Yep. And I will tell you, I have more energy. I have more enthusiasm. My cup is overflowing more now than it has in a very long time in aspect. And that's what we're going to talk about today of why that is. And I've got some takeaways from a challenge that I went to, through here that I want to share with everybody. Hey, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, I, I know what's coming, so um, I'm really excited to hear some, some fresh takeaways from this. But you are 100% right. You know, we're, we're coming into the holiday season. Holidays can be really stressful for people. Yes. You add that to the fact that, I mean, th- th- add that to the fact that, that there is, you know, we're in the fourth quarter and we're, you know, most of us are winding down in our business. It can be a really tough time. I choose to look at it like, no, 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 no. We're going to finish this race in a sprint. And most people are like, if I can just limp across the finish line and make it through another year, yeah. I'll start over next year. Yeah. Yeah. So that's exactly right. So why don't you, uh, why don't you tell us about your challenge? All right. So you guys all remember, and I've talked about this before, uh, about two and a half years ago, we went through 75 hard, actually it'd be two years ago, actually. And, uh, it was just perfect timing in my life. And, uh, I, I had some uh, just amazing takeaways for myself personally, some game changing takeaways that had really helped me propel to that next level of accountability, personal, uh, discipline, and, uh, even just personal insight in my life. And it took me two years to figure out that I probably should do that again. Right. Mm-hmm. I remember, uh, I remember last year just starting in January going, man, should I do this again? Like, I really feel like I should. And I just never did. And one of the things I realized is that I love doing hard things with other people. Uh, And uh, I never, I never created or cultivated a group around me in order to do that challenge again Uh, until uh, this, you know, until about 75, well, 85 days prior to this, I'm actually, I think around 90 days now. um, It got to the point in my life where I said, you know, I think I'm ready for that challenge again. I think I really, really need it. Um, I was like, things were still good in my life. But I know that I was getting into some unhealthy habits and some things that were probably holding me back from doing the big things that I really want to accomplish. Mm-hmm. And I don't have another program that I've ever experienced or seen that really allows you to be that focused and that, um, uh, that, that intense and intentional, or intentional uh, on, on, on life. And so, um, I was able to talk a lot of people into doing it. A lot of other people were finding themselves in their life saying, yeah, you know, I do need something different. I really do need to like push myself and I don't want to do it alone either. So let's go. Mm -hmm. Um, I was able to talk Kate into it again, which is that in itself is a great feat because the woman has had four 
children <laughs> and she's been doing 75 hard for the majority of her life for her to do this again was uh, really, really impressive, but just goes to show you the love that we have for each other and how much she, uh, I guess adores me somehow because she's like, if you're going to be miserable, I might as well be miserable with you. So, uh, and so it was just, and it is good. It's always great to be able to do that with your spouse if you can, because it does build great unity between the two of you. Um, and, uh, sometimes, sometimes you're just commiserating with each other and that's okay. That really is okay. So I had some great takeaways and I want to just share with everybody, um, the takeaways that I had this time. And I want to set it up for this for two things. One is um, I'd always heard that the first time you go through 75 hard, it is a game changer. But the second time you go through it, it's a life changer. Wow. And I didn't realize what that meant. And, I, and, and part of me was going, awesome. I can't wait for that. That I'm looking for a life-changing event, right? I've had one other life-changing event where it really sent the direction of my life. That's when I went to Warrior Week, you know, a number of years ago. It was the most painful, hard-ass event that I've ever done, and I don't want to do it again in a sense, even though I feel like I could do it now so much easier, you know, because I'm mentally stronger. I was pretty mentally weak the last time. Mm -hmm. I will tell you... Um, going through this one has been a life changer for me. A dif the difference between life changer and game changer, by the way, is this, and this is something that uh, uh, I've really tried to work through is a game changer. Uh, you'll always have game changing moments in your life, right? And what they do is they help you through that cycle that you're in, that chapter that you're in, mm -hmm. right? Uh, but they're, they're kind of fleeting, you know? Um, it was a game changer moment, yeah. right? Uh, and, uh, and, and that's great. That's, those are great. You should be doing that when you do challenges. That should be great when by the people that you're surrounding yourself, right? Life changing moments, life changer moments are when you go through an experience and you'll never be the same. You'll never go back to the old ways. You'll never do the things that you did. You know, when I got married, that was a life changing sure. moment because there were things that I was never going to do again, mm -hmm. that I didn't ever want to do again. When we had children, those were life-changing moments because I was forever going to be changed and forever was going to be a dad, Yeah. right? And so we should be, we should be looking for life-changing moments in great ways and positive ways, right? And as I've reflected on this, there is no doubt that there have been some life-changing moments for me that I am excited about incorporating into the rest of my life because I realize who I've become. I realize now the greater responsibility that I have and who I have it to mm -hmm. and why I need to be this person. And I can never go back to the old person, right? So as you're, as you're listening to this, um, I, w I hope that you can see, I hope that you are going, you're able to understand some of these life-changing moments that I've experienced, but maybe just maybe, maybe you need a life-changing moment. And maybe 75 hard is something that you should consider. It is awesome to see so many people doing it. It's awesome to see so many people impacted and having those game-changer moments. And some of them, amazingly enough, are having life-changing moments as well, too. So... JK, first of all, I, I just, I can't tell you how cool that is. Like, just that statement, you know, there's, there's game-changers and there's life-changers. I was reflecting, as you were speaking, I was reflecting on game-changer moments for me and life-changer yeah. moments for me. A lot of them were similar. But still you go, there is a difference, right? When you first said it, I'm like, eh, come on, same thing. 
No, right. as I as I resonated on it, I'm like, no, there are there are those are two completely different things, and one is so much greater. So, t- you know, so tell me, I mean, we've all, you know, we, we know the, the basics of, of 75 heart, you know, you're on a diet, you're two workouts a day, you're, you're not drinking any alcohol, you're, I mean, all those things. So what was different this time yeah. than last time? So when I first started, here's what I will tell you, what I was going to originally do that was going to be different okay. was one is that I was telling myself a story. Mm-hmm. I literally was convincing myself of this story that I didn't need to do the full thing, that okay. I could do what we what a lot of people consider 75 soft. All right. Right? I said, you know, I don't need to do this. And I will tell you guys, the biggest thing that I was going to allow myself to do was have the break of alcohol. I was going to give myself five days that I could literally break and just have some drinks because of we had events going on. Mm-hmm. We had some celebrations going mm-hmm. on. And I remember saying this. I kind of professed this, that I was going to do it that way. And I, I will tell you, this is why you need people in your life. And this is why you need people that don't even know that you are a person in their life, right? Uh, the next day, I was literally listening to an Andy Fraselli, uh podcast. And I don't know if he knew I'd said this. He didn't. I know that. But he had. So he just released a podcast. And one of the things he talks about is like, you know, Andy and his good old fashioned self mm-hmm. is MFing people that do 75 soft. He's MF and people that don't take this serious, that are actually going to do this challenge, but they don't want to do the full challenge because they give themselves excuses of why they can't do it yeah. or why they don't need to do it, right? And, and it was just an awesome opportunity for me to call me out because he's got some authority in his life on my end sure. only because of the success he's had. But then also, I mean, I do respect the man for what he is and who he is, and I really appreciate the time and the energy that he has put into pouring into so many people mm-hmm. by doing stuff like this, by doing these, these podcasts. Yep. And so it made an impact. I mean, it really did. It called me out and I said, okay, I can't do that. I cannot allow my integrity to falter. I cannot allow my standards. We talked about this as well, too. I cannot allow my standards to be lowered in order for me to fill in what I want to fill in. And so I played by his rules. And you know what? Sometimes you you should play by somebody else's rules because your rules are not strong enough, mm-hmm. right? You give yourself way too much grace and leniency. You bet. So sometimes you just have to have people that are harder on you than you are on yourself in order for you to achieve really great things. And so I said to myself, I'm doing it. I'm doing it full go. I'm not going to have any regrets. I'd be so pissed off at myself. I will promise you, I'd be pissed off at myself on day 76 and say, really? Five days? I needed five days to enjoy? I'd have been done right now. Mm -hmm. And now I can't tell anybody that I did 75 hard for the second time. And so I stopped it. And so as we started it, I made the full commitment. Once again, just like you said, two workouts a day, one day outside, 10 pages in a book every single day, a gallon of water every single day on a diet restriction. So for me, it was like I needed protein and carbs and I wasn't going to do sweets and I wasn't going to do desserts and I wasn't going to do chips, like bad carbs. Um, uh, and then I had to, you know, you take a self pick, selfie pick every single day as well too. I think that's it. I think that's what all it was, but I had the whole entire process done and, and I even added a few more things to it, but nothing, nothing major by any means. But so that was, that was the whole point. That was the whole reason. And, uh, I could tell you, 
here are, I'm going to do five takeaways. Do it. We're already 15 minutes into this. Okay. Do is it. that okay? No, run with them. All right. So five takeaways. So number one, and this is in no order. These were just ran, these were just moments and thoughts and times that I was thinking about it. And I was having like these, like I'd have an aha moment or I'd have a conversation and this would come to me. And so, uh, this is just throughout this entire process that, uh, that I came to this, uh, number one for me was this, the ability to say no more to the selfish things in my life have allowed me to say yes to the way more important things. And I, and I remember when I wrote this down because I had actually said the ability and my previous one is to exercise the no muscle mm-hmm. is powerful just to be able to say no. What I realized this time even more at a deeper, deeper level was when I said no to the selfish things, right? Not just for the food that I wanted or the alcohol that I would really have enjoyed at that time, but no to the selfish things such as I want to just relax for a little bit. I just want to sit down for a little bit. I want to, uh, I want to, um, you know, I just, I just need some time for myself, right? Like the no, the, I, I had to say no to some of those things that just really at the end of the day were being selfish mm-hmm. because I have greater responsibilities as a father, as a husband, as a leader. And it allowed me to say yes. I can't tell you how many times I said yes to my children. And it was just so evident within the first two weeks, I probably said yes to my children more in two weeks than I'd probably said in the last two months. Wow. Easily, right? Hey, dad, can we play catch? Yes, absolutely. Hey, dad, can we? Can you tickle me? Yes, absolutely, right? Hey, dad, can you watch this movie with me? Yeah, you bet, right? Like everything that they were saying, they were asking me to do was completely, I was something that I could do. It wasn't like, hey, dad, can I have you, can we buy the Nintendo game? Hey, dad, can you go buy me this? Hey, dad, can you go take me here? Like, I was saying yes to the things that were truly important, which was taking time to spend with them because I wasn't saying yes to these other things that actually would have distracted me or made me selfish in my own way which I inevitably would have had to say, no, hey, buddy, hey, can we play after uh, after dinner? Hey, no, um, I can't watch that movie with you now because I, I got to look up some stuff on on the internet. Um, hey, no, you know, listen, to, I'm, I'm just tired. I can't tickle right now. I just, can dad just enjoy this beer and just have five minutes? And I was notorious for saying that. Mm-hmm. And, and from the outside looking in, you're like, okay, well, you're still a, a great dad in all these other areas. I don't want to be a great dad. I want to be an exceptional dad. I want to be a dad with excellence. Right. Mm-hmm. And I realized in that moment that this is a gift that I've been able to experience because of the ability to say no to my selfish ways. And it was awesome. I loved it. I found so much more fulfillment. I had such great connection with our children in it in a deeper level, in a deeper way. And I will tell you this I know that they benefited it, benefited, benefited from it but I was the one who truly benefited from it. For sure. You know, and that's a powerful, powerful thing in our lives as parents when you can learn to say no to your selfish ways so that you have the ability to say yes. That's awesome. Hey, I, there is nothing that I can do to have you expound on that. That was, that was really, really well done, by the way. Well, What's the next one? All right, uh, number two is this. This is kind of a little bit in line with this. Um, the goal is not to chase happiness. The goal is to create more joy. Um, You know, one of the reasons why I was so lost in my life for so long was I was trying to replicate the the joy that baseball brought me. Mm -hmm. And I never made this connection that 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 of it being joy. I I made the connection that it was happiness. Well, what brings you happiness? Well, it was all superficial stuff, right? It was all artificial crap. Mm -hmm. And so for many, many years, I 
I chased happiness. And, and I've been doing that for quite a long time as well, too. As I was going through 75 hard, obviously, <laughs> I could enjoy certain things that brought me happiness, right? I couldn't enjoy that really amazing bottle of wine that, you know, that brought about an hour and a half to two hours of happiness. <laughs> I was really, really, really good, right? Yeah. Uh, I couldn't enjoy that really good dessert that, oh man, for the next half an hour, that brought a lot of happiness. Mm-hmm. What I had to do though, is I had to start looking for ways that brought me lasting joy. And what I realized was joy is lasting. Happiness is fleeting. Sure. And so I started creating things in my life that brought more joy. And going back to the no versus yes, you know, the joy of being in my children's life was lasting, lasting a very, very long time. It was not fleeting, right? Um, The conversations that Kate and I would have were joy-filled for both of us, right? Uh, The intentional times that I was being able to now take because I was not being distracted by the things that I was chasing for that happiness, that fleeting happiness became the joy-filled moments of my life that I remember. And I remember them very clearly now too, because I didn't have anything that was going to dilute that. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and I just absolutely fell in love with chasing more joy-filled events and things and, um, moments in my life than these fleeting times of just happiness. And I will tell you, they are very fleeting. And, um, it was awesome. Like that right there, that's a life-changing thing for me to stay, to stay focused on chasing and creating the more joyful experiences in my life. You know, that's, that's a really profound thing that you said there, you know, the joy versus happiness, man, that joy is, it is long lasting. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Like, so I, I just think of you and I think of, uh, you know, for like, obviously Kate and I are in a very good situation mm-hmm. as well as, as our marriages, uh, go, um, and it's because they're filled with so much joy, right? We get to do things that give us happiness, mm-hmm. right? So we get to do trips and we get to do this and that and, 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 those, and, and some of those experiences and such. But at the end of the day, if those are all gone, right? If those experiences are gone and those things, like I, even when we were at our brokest, at our brokest point of our um, financial marriage, our financial areas in our marriage, we were still so mu- filled with so much joy and love with each other that it got us through all of the bad stuff, right? You got it. And so if you look at that, like what is that joy is the root of all of that. Joy Mm -hmm. is that inner foundation, that strength that allows you to get through the fickle times where there, you know, sometimes there is no happiness. Sometimes you, no matter what you do to try to find it, you can't find it, but you got to have that joy there because that's, what's going to get you through the longevity of life. That's great. What's number three. All right. So we're going to change directions just a little bit here. Um, This one is, don't give an inch. Don't give an inch. Uh, I was, uh, one of the things I made a commitment to do is to take an ice bath every single day. And, uh, that was more for the mental aspect of just getting tougher. That was the aspect of just putting myself in an uncomfortable situation. Obviously there's a lot of healthy benefits for doing that, uh, for yourself and your body, but there's a, there's such a great mental part of it. Right. Um, I, had to come to the conclusion that I could not give an inch by not doing it or by not doing the amount of time that I wanted to be in there. I needed to be in there. Right. Yeah. Um, I also figured out like, you know, don't give an inch when it came to like shortcutting the workout, 
Don't give an inch when it came to, um, you know, what you could really eat. Cause I could, you know, my, my diet was relatively loose, mm -hmm. so I could probably pretty much stretch that as much as I wanted to in a sense, but I wouldn't give myself that, uh, the, that inch. Cause what does one, here's what ends up happening. When you give yourself that inch, you fall into the trap that you deserve that inch. You fall into the trap that you are an exception to whatever that is that you are breaking or that you're actually widening, right? And I'm going to talk about this on a different podcast. Uh, and I'm also going to be talking about this, I think, at our, um, we're going to talk about it man-made. I'm going to also talk about this uh, probably at our Christmas party mm -hmm. about the problem that I really find, uh, figure the, the problem that I see is happening in our world is that we are widening the plate. And what I mean by plate is that home plate is 17 inches wide. It's the same inches wide for a little boy just starting off playing t-ball as it is for a major league baseball player. They don't widen the plate for the major league baseball player. They don't widen the plate for the t-ball player. They still have the same width. And unfortunately, what I've seen in our country, what I've seen in our school systems, what I've seen in our churches, what I've seen in our homes is that we continue to keep widening or giving an inch and allowing the standards to be lowered. We allow things to happen. We allow exceptions to the rule and we allow people in authority to be given more leeway than those that they surround themselves with. And so by not giving an inch, you allow yourself to stay at the standards that you have come to realize are the ones that you need in order to live an exceptional life. When you keep the standards that you have, you raise your children the way that you want them raised and you need them to be raised in order to be great young men and women in this world. When you keep the standards in your marriage, you have joy in your marriage because you are faithful and you are committed and you will never ever give an inch on what those standards would look like. And unfortunately, what we've seen over time is that our world continues to widen the plate by giving one inch here and one inch here and one inch here. And before you know it, you're at 30 inches, mm -hmm. you're at 45 inches. And then you wonder why there's complete chaos and there's corruption and no morality around you. It's because we continue to give an inch. So as I was going through 75 hard, I know that's really deep and it turned really deep, <laughs> but this is kind of what I think about, right? Um, but that's where I went. It's like, Josh, don't give an inch, man. For sure. Because if you, if you start lowering your standard here, guess what? Where will you stop? And I know me better enough to know that if I do it there, I'm not quite sure that I'll stop anywhere else. Don't give an inch. Tell us about number four. All right. Uh, number four. Uh, simple does not mean easy. <laughs> this is, if you look at 75 hard, dude, I'm telling you, you look at those, like those daily disciplines you got to do. And you're like, dude, I could easily drink a gallon of water. Like I do that the next day after a heavy night of drinking. Cause I'm mm. so dehydrated. Right. <laughs> um, I could do the two workouts. That's no big deal, man. I could do yoga one day, walk one day and do this one day. And, uh, you know, and so there's, I could do 10 pages in a book. Like why that, that's not hard. Simple does not mean it's easy, right? Because I will tell you when you have to do this consistently day in and day off, day in and day out, and there are no off days, simple becomes very, very hard. 
Sure. But But this is the thing. So is life. There are very simple things in life that we abide to. There's simple things that we have signed up for, right? It's really simple to be a good dad. It's really simple to be a good husband. It's really simple to be a good entrepreneur, right? Mm -hmm. But to be it every single day, to be consistent with it, to be it in the times that you don't want to be it, to be it when you're tired, to be it when you're pissed off, to be it when people take advantage of you, to be it in situations where you know that you could get away with something, right? That's when it becomes really hard. Yeah. And so simple doesn't mean easy. And so if you look at that aspect in life and say, okay, I know this is going to be hard. I know this isn't going to be easy. I know this seems like it's pretty simple right now, but you know what? I'm willing to take it on because I know I'm going to get better through it. Going in with that mindset will allow you to thrive during that, right? My word of the year is thrive. And I have been putting myself in situations where I can easily not thrive. Mm -hmm. And I have to remind myself, my word of the year is thrive. I'm going through a challenging situation. How am I going to thrive through this, right? I will tell you, simple doesn't mean it's easy, but it most certainly is worth it. How about it? No, that's another great takeaway. Um, And it's so true, right? Simple does not mean easy. What's number five? All right, number five. We're going to stop this after this, right? We're almost 30 30 minutes into this, right? Um, Sometimes just you has to be enough. You can't always count on others to be there. Uh, you know, we always talk about how you're supposed to surround yourself with other like-minded people, that you ha- it is so important to have people sitting at your table that you need to, comp- you know, to put yourself with other people that are going to inspire you and help you. And in this entire, like when we did a 75 hard group, that's exactly what we did is I surrounded myself with other people that were motivated and excited and, and were willing to do the work. But there are times, as you've experienced in life yourself, where unfortunately, you just have to be enough. You are the only one that's going to pry your head out of that bed. You are the only one that is going to be doing that workout. You are the only one that is going to continue to make sure that you get the things done that you need to get done. And sometimes we become so dependent on other people that when those people are no longer around us, we fall right back into our old ways. Yep. When they're no longer supporting us, We make excuses of why we can no longer follow that path anymore, right? And so I realized, and this is actually kind of a funny one of those things is because it was about the last two weeks of 75 hard and, and Kate's like, Hey, I got to, I'm just going to change the morning routine up and I don't want to, I'm not going to walk anymore because we used to walk every morning, which Mm -hmm. was great. The two of us would be able to do that. We had great weather. So it was such a, that was a blessing right there, right? We just, it made it relatively easy. Yeah. Um, but we just had an awesome routine where we both would get up, we'd get dressed, we'd go and walk, we'd come back, we'd do our morning routine from there, and we would just start to attack the day. Well, when she started to change her routine up, I was left to get up by myself, all alone, have to get dressed, go outside, walk the 45 minutes, do whatever workout it was, and I was doing it by myself. And I was so used to have been doing it with somebody else And I just had to get into that mental state that, hey, it's okay. He's fine, right? (laughs) Do it, buy it, right? And if you can give yourself enough credit for that, if you can challenge yourself enough to do it, it's amazing what will happen in your life. 75 hard will reveal some amazing breakthrough moments in your life. But once again, hopefully they won't just be game changers. 
hopefully you'll get one or two life-changing opportunities for you to really change the directory of your life. Josh, that's awesome. I, I know we're running long, but I, I've got to share this. This is, this is so very relevant. Uh, as we wrapped up our, our hunting season, uh, my youngest son, Mason, uh, he, was, he was starting to get a little melancholy, right? Because he, I spent more time with him hunting this year than anybody else that I hunted with. Like he and I were together all the time. That's awesome. And, you know, he had the time off. I had the time off. We really did it right. Yeah. And he was starting, I noticed he was starting to get a little melancholy and, and a little reflective towards the end. Yeah. And the last night he sends me a text message and, and it's a quote. And I, but I want you to know how relevant it is to this discussion. Yeah. And the quote uh, is a Ralph Waldo Emerson quote. And it okay. goes like this, to finish the moment, to find the journey's end in every step of the road, to live the greatest number of good hours is wisdom, mm. right? Yeah. Look at That's all the awesome, wisdom man. you got from this very, very difficult journey, right? right. Easy journey, but difficult. Right. Yeah. Look yeah. at all the wisdom. So I, I had to share that with you because that was just, I mean, it literally makes the hair stand up on yeah. my neck. So That's awesome. That man. is awesome. I, thank you for sharing your wisdom. This, These are great takeaways, by the way. Yeah. Well, thanks, man. Well, and I, I'm so happy to share it, but once again, I, these are for me. Like these, yeah. these were my takeaways. These are the things that have impacted me. These things that have, these are the things that have changed me. And, uh, you know, if you, if you can, can challenge yourself enough to do something like this, mm-hmm. I will promise you just like the many people that we've had on this show that have talked about their takeaways, you're going to come up with some amazing things in your life that will simply be your game changers and your life changers. And I just encourage you to have the guts to do it. Um, I encourage you to listen to as many podcasts as you need to in order to find the strength to do it because it is worth it. Uh, you, This is one of those things that you will never regret. And then at the end of the day, they will never be able to take it away from you. So, Love it. Cool. Okay. Life changers, right? Yep. All right. Hey, you guys, you know this. The, that, that the price for this admission, the only thing we ask for is that you share it. Get this into the ears of somebody else. We know, we know that one of these takeaways. We know that something that was said today can make an impact and a difference in somebody else's life. And we just want to encourage you. We want to give you that authority to share this with somebody else so that it can have an impact in their life as much as is having an impact in your life. All right. That's all we got for you today. Um, We will be back on this episode again with the rest of those takeaways. And we will look forward to talking with you then. 